All right, we're live. Painkiller nearly episode 46. We were just brainstorming on topics. We're ready to go. Which one Taylor? do you want to start with first? What do you want to do, Taylor? I want to talk about Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, do you want to lead this or you, would you like me to? Yeah, well, you do it, you do it, and I'll add on. Okay, well, basically, like, all I know is what I just summarized to you. So, it's, see, as everyone knows, there were those uh, rape allegations out against Bill Cosby earlier this year, late last year, whenever it was. There's some, somewhere in the nature of, like, 30-plus women accused him of, it was, it was a similar story every time. Basically, he gains their confidence, offers to school them in acting in the world of Hollywood. Then he drugs them in some uh, hotel room or backstage uh, and either fully rapes them and they wake up the next day and they've just been raped or like tries to do something sexual to them. That, that we heard that time and time again. Some of the sources didn't seem very credible, but the, the sources were, I mean, the, uh, the, the stories were all so similar. And now, very, uh, like today or yesterday, the way I understand it, some court documents from a while back were released in which Cosby is, is basically admitting to using quaaludes to drug a woman for sex. And the judge was basically said something along the lines of, why wouldn't you want the world to know what you said under testimony? You know, so they yeah. put it out there. So the way I, I read the story was Cosby was buying drugs for women that he intended to have sex with, right? But not necessarily like... It was like they were all down to party that night. Party on the drug scene, party on the sex scene. Like, you know, it was going to be a party. And Bill Cosby, you know, he's ready to do his thing. It wasn't like... Uh, With the pudding pops and the quailu. <laughs> so he didn't admit to being like, yeah, I buy roofies, slip them into women's drinks, or, or I slip them a Mickey, right? Like, like we did back in uh -huh. the 20s, you see? And uh, that was not bad. I, that was not bad yeah. at all. Don't try it again. You, you peaked. You peaked. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. But it wasn't like he was slipping a Mickey so much as it was like, yeah. I used to do some partying, really? and okay. this is how well, see, I did it. See, that's a whole different thing. But it's... Because quaaludes, quaaludes in like the 80s, I want to say. Forgive me. I don't know my ancient history. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was born in the 80s, though, and it's weird when kids are born in the like 2000 now that are, are 15 <laughs> years old. That's shocking. Yes. But in any case, no, um, quaaludes are before my time, but I know that they were kind of a party drug. Uh, lots of people, I've heard of people like keeping them for like, like, like I've seen movies like in recent times where like they break out the quaaludes they've been saving that are in the freezer from like the 80s or something like that. Like, I got a quaalude left, and everybody's like, "Oh!" Like because they stopped making them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was a party drug. It's possible that he wasn't drugging women with these quaaludes. Although his, uh, I, I think, I, I, it, it, it just seems like it. So so it could be that. I thought he. I thought that he was admitting to drugging women with quaaludes. I thought that was. That's what I took from the article. Maybe I misread. I, I I read it pretty carefully. Like and and even I read it three times. Okay. So, so uh, but I still feel like there's some room for slippage here, right? Like even if he said, "Yeah, I bought drugs for women that I intended to party and have sex with." Did those women intend to have sex when you slipped them the drugs? It seems like if, if they say his uh, SOP, his standard operating procedure, is to drug women and have sex with them, then, you know, like, is he getting them into a state where they can hardly consent before he's getting the, that, that consent? So all I know about Quaaludes is what I saw from that Leonardo DiCaprio movie yeah, when know, he Wolf took all those, Street. like, those super-powered Quaalude, and then he was just like, oh, ah, <laughs> crawling around, basically paralyzed. It was like, it was like having a stroke. Yes. Uh, 
So I'm willing to believe that given enough quaaludes, especially a petite woman could be drugged into uh, hey, a Siri, rapeable Hey Siri, what do quaaludes condition. do to you? That. Okay, I found this on the web for what's a quaalude studio. A quaalude studio. What do quaaludes do to you? Checking on that. Okay, I found this on the web for what... Alright Siri, what do you got here? They were a popular brand of drug called methaqualone? I don't know. Uh, shit. I know. I want to know what... Oh, there's more. Google do quaalude side effects. The That's drug you... depresses the body's central nervous system, primarily its brain activity. It relaxes inhibitions for five to eight hours on a simp single normal dose. Healthcare professionals often prescribe them as an anti-anxiety medication and muscle relaxant. It was also prescribed for insomnia and other sleep disorders. The possible side effects of Quaalude include euphoria, nausea, dizziness, and fatigue. Some people also had more unusual side effects, including increased sexual arousal and numbness of the extremities. Holy fuck. This seems like the drug... Like, Party drug. A party drug, yeah. Like, but I mean, an orgy drug, really. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's let's get fucked up and fuck. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, some people, <clears throat> it, I guess not everyone, gets sexually aroused, but like, it, it's totally and it, like it, it deals with inhibitions for five to eight hours. It seems like if you got a girl that was at all starstruck and fed her some quaaludes, you'd get a girl that was down to fuck. And she liked the Cosby Show. You mean? Or maybe a stand-up. I don't know. Bill Cosby seems like the... He just seems like asexual to me because he's Cosby. You know what I mean? It's like when you first heard Bob Saget do his dirty routine, you were like, oh, Mr. Tanner, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, this strikes me as... like, I, I, And shit, I don't even know... God, I'm the worst person in the world to talk about the subject of rape because they'll all hate me for it. But in truth... I, I'm not exactly sure where the gray line of rape starts and ends, right? Like, it, for example, if you get a girl drunk and she consents, was she unable to consent? Where is that? Like, where are we on Depends this Depends how drunk you are, <clears throat> in my personal opinion. That's how I measure things. If we are both equally drunk, then I feel like we're both making decisions together. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, I like rare, that. You're making decisions that together. Like, that together word is perfect. You, as equals, right? You have, you have both entered this drunk state, et cetera. You, you both sort of consented. And, and, you know, you made the same decision in the same yeah. state. Yeah. That's not bad. I just – I. there is somewhere – there's a route you can take here which is bad, too, where you get her so drunk that she – does things that she what could very much wife? regret. What if you? What if you and your wife are drinking and she and she passes out during sex, during sex, and you just finish up? Eh, if you can't rape your wife, who can you rape, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what if she wakes up the next day and she's like, "What? Ah, I'm sorry, I fell asleep during sex last night." And you're like, "Don't worry, I finished up," and she's just like a gas. I'm packing my bags. Like I actually me. had this conversation with Jackie like a month or two ago. So, um, yeah, it, it was about the subject of waking someone up to sex, right? So I, I saw on Reddit that this woman said that her husband had standing permission to have sex with her anytime she wanted. That if she woke up with his cock in her, she's like, hey, hey, this is a nice way to wake up in the morning. And I thought, Jackie... 
I would like standing permission. And by the way, you have it from me. If I wake <laughs> up with my cock in your mouth or whatever, I'm a-okay with it. Just so you know, you got the all clear. And she said, just so you know, you don't. I, so, so apparently, I am not allowed to just start fucking Jackie while she's asleep. I, I think I have permission there. I, I, uh, yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was thinking, as long as they're in a conscious state, at some point during the sexual act, I think you're good. I don't think you can just like start and finish and they're unconscious. No, that's Cosby level. That's <laughs> when they don't even know it occurred. Like, uh, like yeah, that, that's inappropriate, I think. Yeah, but if you just lube that baby up with wet platinum and, and, and stuck it in and then she wakes up mid-sex, uh, Jackie apparently says that that's not okay. Oh, but I've literally done like that. that. It's a okay over here. Oh, well, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, um, <laughs> somehow, oh, oh, that that back to the drinking thing. Yeah, I guess uh, if she passed out, you'd be fine. I suppose so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think I've got like, st- yeah, I, I know. Like, um, I think we've had sex when like she had taken Ambien and like she didn't remember it the next day. So I think I kind of half pulled a Cosby with my with my girlfriend before. Nice. So. I can kind of relate, I guess. I mean, come on, let's go easy on him. No, but he's a rapist who drugs women. So it's good I, to see him being found out. It seems like he's intentionally putting them in a place where he knows they'll regret the decision, right? He seems like, like a predator. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that, that, that's, he's preying on these women. And even like, that's he, not how I like, operate relationships. You know, I don't think it's, I think everyone has a method of operation. Method. Method of operation makes you sound like a fucking serial killer, all right? Like, like the end result is not going to be anybody chopped up or raped <laughs> it, it, just because you, you say method of operation. But, you know, your method of operation when, like, courting a young lady, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, the way you establish contact and the way you, you uh, but, you know, you got the dentist system, can, basically. Can you, can you teach us the Kyle system? We all want to know. I, I don't know if there is a Kyle system. Step I, I one, think, I think you it's tweeted just them. Of, I think it's lots of uh, <laughs> communication, lots of going back and forth, talking. Uh, and sharing and, you know, getting to know each other really early on and, and trying to, like, ma- you know, maximize time early on and uh, get to know each other well enough that you feel comfortable enough to, uh, to get the girl to, like, travel across the country to your house or something within a week or so. That's, that's, that's usually, no. But seriously, now, I don't know. It's, it's getting to know each other and lots of communication. Now, is there a letdown afterwards? Is, is there, like, you know, hey, once we did this, are you... No, see, I'm, I've never understood that. I've never mm-hmm. understood that, like, like lots of girls uh, I, I've found are afraid that, that you're just going to sleep with them and never call them again, never talk to them again. And I have, I, I've never, ever, ever understood that. I know that this and I like this. Mode of operation. I, I know what's next. If I have sex with you, you're not a notch on my belt or my headboard or some bullshit like that. I, I would never, th- I think of you as much more than that. If I've slept with you, then obviously I like you. I care about you. I have something in common with you because I, you know, I can stand to be around you, and that's not always true for everybody. So we've got something in common. Why would I want to just sleep with you once? I want to sleep with you many, many times. So, uh, so you know, I, there's no reason I feel to like sleep with a girl and then like never call her again. It's like I'm gonna call you the next day and try to fuck you again. Like, like, like that's what I'm gonna do the next day. Yeah. Once you get one that's hot to trot, fucking saddle up. Yeah, the hard parts, the, the the hard boring parts, the you know the beginning part when you're when you're not having sex, it's, it's fun after the sex, you can yeah. all have a good time. I like that. Yeah. Um, oh, what were the other topics we had talked about? Uh, we we uh, there was the 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 crash of that F sixteen hitting like I think like a passenger plane uh, and exploding. And, Wait, I didn't hear about this at all. Did that happen yeah. today while I was out working or something? Did, did... I think so. I I remember I, I was talking about there was that picture on Reddit of the F sixteen engine in the trailer park it had landed. 
I think an F-16 hit like a, t a small prop plane and they both exploded somewhere. Well, yeah, six hours ago. An F-16 and a Cessna crashed into each other. Mm. Well, excuse me, hell. I, I feel like F-16 pilots are supposed to be too good for this. It happened in South Carolina, outside Columbia, perhaps. <laughs> like, were they both just flying around at like 100 feet? And... No. Not 100 feet. <clears throat> hmm. That's weird. You would think that they would, uh, that, that doesn't, wouldn't happen. They'd solve that issue of planes hitting each other in the air. I yeah. feel like usually like clear airspace and stuff like that, and everybody's got flight plans, and someone's looking out for that to make sure it can't happen. That sucks. I assume everybody's dead. I don't know. I, I, I briefly read the article earlier. The two people in the Cessna died. And... The pilot eject, maybe? Yeah, the F-16 pilot ejected from the plane and is now being evaluated. So maybe his plane was just damaged or something and, like, the wings touched or something. Well, he's also got an ejector seat. So, like, those guys in that Cessna were just, like, in their blue jeans flying around. They're like, <laughs> Never... this guy's in a fucking pressure suit ready to <laughs> jump out of there. Never play chicken with an F-16. <laughs> no, he's ready to go. Yeah. Like, part, of, part of his job is getting the fuck out of that thing once it explodes. Uh, we played Civ for... 10 fucking hours or something the day before yesterday. Oh, how did that go? I, I brought the championship back to PKA. <laughs> Where Absolutely. it belongs, baby. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, it was uh, Filthy was drunk as fuck. He, uh, I think he did about 12 shots uh, throughout the game, something like that. But he was really sipping a lot, too. So he drank a large amount of alcohol. And uh, uh, everybody was fucking with him. He was getting really salty. Dude. Really salty. He... I Okay, so I've only watched Filthy Streams twice. He's been salty in both of them. He has, a, like, so Nightbot is in his stream, and you can do exclamation point SPT and find out how much salt per turn Filthy is currently producing. He has owned his salt in a really big way, and he the, gets salty every game. The chat room we're in, the team speak, is called, is called uh, Filthy Salt Room. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so I, I guess it happens all the time, although... I'm saying I just feel a little bit kind of like maybe it's like playing with Wings of Redemption. It's a lot like playing with Wings of Redemption, except here's the difference. He's usually got a good point. He, I, felt like, I felt like when Filthy was, was angry, he had, he had a good point he most of the time. He was wrong about Chiz. He was confused about Chiz, but, he, but it was easy to be confused about what Chiz was doing. And when Chiz attacked his city, I don't want to get into like, the nitty-gritty details of the game. No, but when he, like, go on. He went, when he went after uh, Filthy's city-state ally down there, that's, a, that's provoking war. Uh, like, that's war. Uh, so here's I, the scoop. Uh, Chiz spawned in on the edge of the world, right? So he didn't have anywhere to expand to. He had one or two cities, and just like he was trying to become relevant in the game. So what he did is he went after his city-state. If you're unfamiliar with Civ entirely, city-states are kind of independent AI things. And uh, the way that the players use them is they kind of befriend them and they vote together and maybe they do things together. But um, what Chiz You get a did, lot of bonuses. They give you food, religion, culture, lots of stuff, depending on what kind it is. So Chiz attacked the AI, who I guess Filthy had befriended. But from Chiz's perspective, it's like, look... I have nowhere to expand. There is he did, though. He did. He did. He was taking that to fuck with him. He was taking that so he'd have a launching point for a war against Filthy. 
he he literally turned down a city spot that I, I was like, you sure you don't want this? It's a good spot. You sure? He's like, give me a few turns. A few turns went by. Are you sure you don't want it? And finally, I took it. There were I, like three I talked to Chiz privately, and I believe that he believes he didn't have anywhere to expand, that he was stuck. If he turned down a spot, he might not have. He might have been in a happiness hole or something. I, I can't speak to it for sure, but um, he felt like he had nowhere to expand, and Filthy didn't deny that. And the only way he could expand was by toppling other cities. He didn't attack Filthy. He just attacked a friend of Filthy. And by the way, what was his other alternative? Like he wasn't going to win just playing super tall. Uh, I guess there was something not great about his cities. I think he. If I recall correctly, the luxury resources he had, and we're getting into kind of inside baseball here, but the luxury resources he had were all the same. So they're only of use to him if he can find good trading partners who might want his duplicates. But um, uh, so he was having trouble staying happy. He didn't have a variety of luxuries and he had to attack an AI to grow. And Filthy is like, why are you picking on me? And Chiz is like, what am I, like, under what rules is it okay for me to actually play against you? And I thought that was a fair question. Like, that's a fair question. There may be other people who were attacking him who just attacked him because he's filthy and he's great at civilizations. But Chiz, he's like, what? Like, do I get to play at all? Or do you just get to, like, do, like, I felt that, like that that part in that part Chiz definitely had a good point but I, I feel like attacking that city state was just that was declaring war that it was clear he he didn't want that you never take those city states just to take them like he took that to hurt filthy the whole goal was to trip filthy up and, and like filthy's I, thing is I don't stop think tripping feels that when, way and filthy's thing is I, I interrupted you but his thing is going to be Look, if I'm winning this game, I can see why you guys are poking at me. Because if you don't, I'm going to win. But I'm not winning anymore. And I'm still in a 4v1. And, and that was his frustration. Kyle, yeah. on the other hand, won the game partly because he knows Civ. But left alone. Nobody fucks of, with me. It, it was partly because he knows Civ. And it was partly because he had a map position that helped him be left alone. But I felt like it was also partly due to Kyle's interpersonal skills. Like it... I, I, there was a point where he was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Kyle, you're okay. Well, fuck <laughs> you, right? That yeah, was, he, he, there's a, we listened to the soundbite. It's, it's literally him going like, all right, you're the, everyone who borders me, you're dead. Chiz, you're dead. Russia, you're dead. Ethiopia, you're dead. Kyle, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> here, I'm going like, to play it. I have right it. Then. Here, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it. You won't be able to hear it, but everyone else will. All right, the only person I don't border is Kyle. The rest of you are fucked. GG. <laughs> he goes, the only person I don't border is Kyle. The rest of you are fucked. GG. <laughs> and and he's, just, he's just ready to kill everyone except Kyle. And um, I, I, I just feel like Kyle, he, he didn't poke the bear. There's no reason to. So here's what I did the whole game. Mm -hmm. I... I consistently had either the second biggest or the biggest army in the game the entire game. Uh, my army was, uh, most of the time it was bigger than Filthy's. All the time it was bigger than Chiz. Can All the time you? it was bigger than... By the way, it's hard to maintain a big army because they, they, have, they cost you gold per turn. Yeah, they cost you gold per turn. So, I, uh, so if you maintain a big army, that means you can't just flat out buy other things in the game. It's, it's, it's a weight. And, and hammers have been devoted to that stuff. But it was a defensive army. I made sure the whole time that nobody wanted to attack me. That if they, they saw that just... 
we're all if you press F9, you can see the military scores displayed, and so you know before you trek all your shit over to somebody's base that like, oh shit, he's got just as many soldiers as I have. I can't go over there and take him. And and so I nobody bothered me the whole game. I was kind of on my own geographically, and I went piety or um, patronage, which which is all about city state allies. And I had Siam, who already has a bonus for city state allyship, and I got every single ally in the game except for one, I think that I hadn't discovered. And you won a diplomatic victory. Diplomatic victory. I voted myself into uh, as world leader. Mm-hmm. So that was great. And the other guy had nukes. I was so... We were all surpassed in tech. Because everybody had fucked with filthy, Ethiopia had skyrocketed ahead in tech. They'd gotten medical labs built, and they were nuking filthy at a time when, like, I had land ships, but I didn't even have tanks a, yet. A land ship is like a pre-tank. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's like a World War One tank, it's just a bullshit thing. But in that game, it's very it crushes everything before it that mm-hmm. comes before it. it it's uh, it's pretty powerful. But yeah, I was glad that that game was over. We played all day. I I had gotten three hours of sleep the night before, and uh, then I played ten hours straight. I think something like that. That was I was a zombie after that game. I, I felt like shit. <laughs> but yeah, that was good. I'm glad I won. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I got to see Filthy just fuck. I love seeing him get mad. Like like I was feeding uh, Chiz troops. Uh, I was I was giving Chiz crossbows to go over there and fuck with him. See, Kyle was fucking with Chiz. He was involved in the big five v one, but it seemed like a four v one plus Kyle because he did it indirectly. He like again. It, it I can't. I fought think a Cold it. War. I can't think of another game that has as large a psychological component, right? Like if you and I are playing COD Domination, it's all about map control, lines of sight, gun skill, uh, you know, like navigating the map correctly, etc. There is no psychological component in there. There's never any time where I'm like, well, you know, I'm not going to mess with that guy because he seems cool. But in Civ, there is. And that yeah. is that is how you won the game. I think so. I think it was a big part of how I won the game. I definitely um, didn't have the best scores. I was I was up there with everybody, but I was still just second class in uh, in hammers and science. To uh, to both uh, Ethiopia and Filthy at one time or another, they kept kind of going back and forth. But and at first was I was like, game. Kyle was given military units to choose. Yeah, right, because they're just costing Kyle money to own, and Chiz can use them. It's, it was better. It's better it's than win win. Go on. With that mod, one of the bonuses that I get from my patronage is that military city-states gift me um, uh, units. And I had one bonus that like multiplies the amount of units they give me by like a thousand percent. And another bonus that makes it so that every time they give me one unit, they just say, fuck it, and give me two instead. <laughs> and so there were like three allies that were like that. So like every three turns, I was getting like two free units. So I'm just <laughs> like, eh, here, here, Chiz, take them, take them. I must have given him like... Must have given him eight or nine powerful units, crossbows and pikes and stuff. And that we was gotta have filthy back on the show, and I want to tell him everything. He <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> no, don't tell him that. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> uh, he would be impressed. I think that he would. I think he would admire what you did in the game. Absolutely no, he wouldn't. He'd be, he'd be like, ah, oh, I knew it. They're teaming me again. But it wasn't <laughs> teaming. It was just like uh, he was. He was. From what he said, you know, even though he said, "I'm gonna kill this guy. I'm gonna kill that guy," and then Kyle, whatever, like. It's not whatever. It's like when he's done with them, he'll come to me because he sees that I'm not an aggressive threat. Uh, mm-hmm. But but he's just saved me for last. I'm just the last thing he's going to eat. So it's my best nature to make the fourth course very late in the night if I can, and and maybe sneak a win in some some other way. And, and you got. And I I won't say you sim city because you had such a large army, but you did get to not. No, fight. I, I had five. 
five cities? Five cities. I built five. I built but, as many as anybody. But super interesting. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I didn't think, by the way, that playing, like, I still consider it SimCitying when you're playing wide. Yeah, I guess so. It's just yeah. you're not fighting. You know, it's not a war game. That's That, to me, is what the difference is. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Super interesting. Congratulations on your win. I, I find the whole thing, I don't know, really, hilarious. really compelling. A lot of people in the chat were asking me why I didn't play. But in my opinion, I'm in the perfect spot. You and Chiz can just drone away at that miserable game. I pop by the chat and just crack jokes. Perfect. I really love We just finished a game uh, before we started doing this. We, uh, we won another one. We played a 2v2. And we, we beat someone that we really don't like. Like, we play with him a lot, but he's oh. just a jerk. I he's know a, who it is. Yeah, it's Peter Baelish. I'll say it. And uh -huh. uh, he's the same guy who... who you like, used I, to kind of like him. Cause I admired his sneakiness a little bit. But then it came to be that like he wasn't just sneaky when it was advantageous to him. He was just, he was just sneaky for the for the sole purpose of being sneaky. So like he'd lie to you just to lie. Like it wouldn't really benefit him. He'd just be like, yeah, and just lie to you. And, and uh, we played him in a two v two and just crushed him and his teammate. And I, I we think were really rude to him. So in in civilizations, part of winning is making emotional withdrawals in the bank account. You know that's part of the deal. Sometimes you lie. Sometimes you attack. Sometimes you do your thing. If if you only make deposits, then you know it's hard to win. No, it's how he plays. I told him in the chat. He was like, "Why is Chiz being so mean to me?" And I told him I was like, "We don't respect your play style because you like you just outright lie when there's like gentlemen's agreements where like there's lying and then there's lying. This is the and, <clears throat> the, the thing is he doesn't make the deposits. You know, if, if he sometimes gave a little, if he if it wasn't always take, you might feel differently about him. No, no, I'm telling you, like, like he's also a poor winner. Like, he's been rude before, mm. and he's always just, like, picking your game apart like he's going to coach you or something like that. No, I don't care for him. We, we don't like him, and <laughs> we keep telling him we don't like him, but, but I'm happy to play him because it makes it all the sweeter when we beat him. Uh, but he was the one, he was the other player in that last game that Chiz and I played with Filthy where two other players were teaming against Filthy legitimately. Like, one was doing nothing but building units to give to the other, and that one was just attacking Filthy nonstop, nonstop. And it was me, Chiz, and Peter, and me and Chiz were trying to help Filthy and, and try to, you know, keep this, these other two guys from running us over, and Peter was just con consistently lying. Like, yeah, I'm helping, I'm helping, and, like, Filthy's giving him money so that he'll build uh, Chikonos and send him into war, and he's just pocketing the money, just lying <laughs> at, at just don't care for the way he plays. He's just a jerk. I, I feel like that lie, if you make it every once in a while, might work for you. But you can't just do only withdrawals. Otherwise, you know. Well, it's, like I said, it's the play style. It's, it's like it did, what he did was not going to help him win. It, it, was, it was only going to, like, what, the, what makes Filthy mad isn't when people are trying to beat him. He doesn't care about that. What he, what he doesn't like is when someone suicides themselves into him because they don't know how to play. And that trips him up so he can't compete on that high tier level that he needs to be to compete with someone with. who's not being kamikaze. Yeah. 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 He's never in danger of losing his cities. It's just like, hey, that guy can now build. It's the difference between building. There's two, there's two things you can, ways you can tech. You can tech toward workshops for production or you can tech toward universities for science. And he wants to tech toward the universities. But if they attack him, he has to go through, toward workshops. And if he's already halfway in between, it really throws him off. Yeah. yeah, or, you know, maybe he's just building straight-up armies when he'd rather be in building workshops at university, something that would improve his, his civilization there. So, um, 
Yeah. Anyway, interesting that you won. And I, I find the, the mental aspect of the game at least as interesting as the choices and such that you make in the game. That yeah, definitely so. You definitely benefited, well, one, by map position, but two, by, you know, not being on his shit list. I, I, don't, I couldn't understand why everyone else wanted to be on his shit list. It was like... Like, don't get me wrong. I would have attacked him if I ever saw that that I that I ever, if I ever thought I could take him, I'd attack mm-hmm, him immediately. Mm-hmm. But I never saw a point in that game. The only point in that game when I could have attacked him is right after his war with Chiz, and that just seems shitty to go after him then because that's literally what he's complaining about. You know, I, I don't want to beat a weakened filthy who's had to fight his way through four other people. Like, I'm gonna beat him. I'll beat him. But like, I'm, I'm much better off picking my own tech path, my own trajectory that I think's good. I'd heading toward that, and my goal was to get tanks and then try to kill him. But, uh, and I think I could have, but it didn't matter because Ethiopia was at nukes, way, way, way ahead in tech. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, game the game went well, and uh, I'm glad I won because it was ten hours of uh, invested time, and I just felt awful. It's hard to lose a ten hour game. Uh, I'm sure filthy. It's hard for everybody, but it's probably extra hard for filthy because he's probably the best player in that game, even though he didn't win. He, it's oh, just he like, was, god damn it. On the other hand, I think he had probably his most profitable stream ever in the history of his streaming. So maybe he can, like, it kind of reminds me of my cousin Vinny. Like, oh my god, what a fucking tragedy. Imagine <laughs> if you just keep making money after money <laughs> after money, but you don't win a video game. Well, fucking horrible. I'm sure I've ruined it, but... Yeah, you know, yeah. In the end, he he sobered up and looked at his bank account. Yeah, yeah. He he made plenty of money. I I'd like to do another one of those. Those are fun. I think Chiz is. My thing is, if things aren't going his way, he's not happy, and he starts blaming the people around him, and and it's. I, shucks, I don't want to throw stones at wings, but it's it's a little bit like playing with old school wings, you know? Like, my favorite example is when a predator took out the two of us. He's like, fucking Woody! <laughs> fucking Woody! Why'd you do that? I'm like, what? He's like, you're next to me! You're next to me! You know, like, like what a... Like, Although, in fairness, like... I guarantee he was standing behind something, peeking out over it, and you were running toward an objective. Like, doesn't that make sense? Like, I, I feel like it almost makes sense for him to be mad because you were, like, sprinting past him. I'm sure he'd been, like, camping right no, there where he was for a while. That's not how it happened at all. No? We were, it, okay. It, it was, I remember it well. It was, um, it was Modern Warfare 2, and did that have Demolition? There was yep. a, yeah, and, and it was on, what's the map? Quarry, maybe? Yep. 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 So we're in quarry and one of the demo spots was in a building that's kind of in the middle of the map. This is sort of two center. It's like a, a metal building. It's on the left side. So in the middle of the map, there's like a spiral thing or something. It wasn't that one. It was the one to the side and uh, it had some really advantageous camping spots in there. So it was kind of tough to take the building and you kind of like throwing bodies at it until you, you, you clear it. It's really out. hard to take it. In game battles, you'd have to lo- throw C4s in there and do all kind of ridiculous shit. So um, we were both running towards that building and someone predatored and got it, got Wings and I together. And he starts cursing me out, cursing me. What the fuck, Woody? What the fuck? I'm like, what? He's like, you know, why are you next to me? We were both doing the same thing, going to the same place at the same time. Naturally, a predator picked the two of us. If I'm supposed to, and, and you know, when a predator comes, you kind of split up, right? My only, like, my argument, though, was, like, why is it my fault for not splitting up? Like, isn't it equally your fault? Couldn't you, like, a normal person, like, I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, you know, I guess we were together. That's that's who the predator's going to go for. But him, 
it was, well, fuck Woody. Yeah, the reason we're together is entirely him for being near me, not I should have broke off too. And uh, that is just one of a million examples of, of just, you know, like the very salty guy. It, 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 uh, now I feel like I'm going on an anti-wings rant. That's not what I intend to do. But like when you play COD with wings, the end of the session is when he rage quits. Every yeah, single no, that's night. true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that, that I would say that's true. Like most of the time, like, like, most like, like, like 85, 95 percent. Like, like it's very rare that it's like. I, I feel like most of the games ended him going. Ah, all right, I'm getting off, and then he just like, and, and then he'd leave. But that was rare that he was that polite. Usually, Wayne's Redemption has left the game. And yeah. he's just fucking out of there. He, it, it, yeah. In in my mind, this is how the you know toward the end of the night, like. He has a game or two that doesn't meet his expectations. Maybe he's wearing down. You know, you mentally kind of wear out and stuff. And uh, he's getting to games where he's trending towards even. And everyone knows when you're going even, you're not raising your KD. It's just not going right. And uh, he starts cursing, you know, fucking this and fucking that. And this guy is not doing what I want him to do. And that guy is not doing what I want him to do. And fuck all these people for not playing the way that I'd like them to be playing. And uh, then it would just one of the games, you know. Wings of Redemption has left the game, and you know he just he just quit that night, and that was a, a typically how it would go. He'd have a, like time would pass, uh, he wasn't having as much success as he used to. He'd get really upset about it, and then he'd just vanish from the game. And uh, um, it, it watching Filthy reminded me of that quite a bit. It was like ah yeah, very upset, mad at all the other players. Um, everything going wrong is everyone else's fault. And uh, it's not that Filthy was completely wrong either. Like, uh, here's the thing. Filthy would like it if people only viewed him as the most threatening guy in the game when the stats warrant him being the most threatening guy in the game. But if I'm a player, the reputation warrants it too. You know, it, if I'm playing against you and Filthy and you're currently, like, seemingly doing better, I'm still scared of Filthy. Because he's fucking filthy robot, right? He's great at civilizations. But he thinks he should be left alone if he's not currently winning because he's just a person. Go get, go get the guy who's currently winning. And I can see both points. Hmm. So uh, what other topics did we have picked out? There was Cosby. There was Civ. There was... Um, uh, shucks, we should have wrote him down. We had a, a whole show worth... Um, oh, the trip, the paintball trip. Oh, yeah. And the fight. <clears throat> yeah. So, I guess um, paintball trip, we're going, I think my flights are on the 10th and the 13th. So, the that 11th right. and the 12th are the are the event days. We're going to play paintball in Chicago, pbbomb.com. Be sure to check that out. Uh, the last time it was tremendously successful. I should make a promo video in a hurry and, uh, and let people know that it's going yeah, on. Yeah, I think pre-registration ended on the 5th. Well, shucks. But they can still show up at the door. Yeah, they can still show up and we'll play and it'll be Just good Just tell them you're there to see us and they'll put you in the right group and the right team because there are teams, you know, for the scenario game that occurs on Sunday. Mm -hmm. so, so that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to paintball. We had a super successful event last time. I hope it's just as successful this time around. Yeah, so. and Filthy will be there. Yeah, Filthy will be there. I'm, I'm psyched yeah. to see him in person. We'll see if he gets all salty at paintball. I don't think he will, but Wouldn't he might. Wouldn't it be funny if he was just like, what the fuck? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't shooting at him. I wasn't <laughs> shooting at him. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was shooting at those guys and these guys over here. I'm no threat to him. <laughs> I'm totally going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to see if he starts agreeing with me. Yeah, right? That <laughs> guy's way ahead at paintball. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun, but we do need as many people to show up as we can because fucking, once again, the, the teams do seem unbalanced to me. I'm bringing my radios for us. I'll, I, you, you, Chiz, and I will have... Uh, radios that's gonna yeah, be so be cool. cool yeah that, so if we're spawning you know we get separated out there we can maybe coordinate a bit I've yeah got, uh, and that actually works got, like, two ways in game it's very cool but even like otherwise like hey you know we're getting burgers what do you want yeah it's easy to get separated on that park and there's lots of trips to go get paint food chill out for a minute whatever so we're often getting split up it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah so um so that's that oh and conor mcgregor's fighting yeah what night is that is that Saturday? Saturday night, yeah. So it's Saturday night. He'll be the last fight, I think. And um, you said you're going to call the hotel to see if they they have pay per view or try to figure out how we're going to watch that. I will. It's um, I really want to see it, and um, like I, I'm I'm happy to pay for it, but I just need to make sure it's possible. I'm afraid that hotel internet is going to be a really crappy streaming experience. Yeah, we don't want that. So I'm I'm looking for a good way to get the fight, and if they don't have it, then I guess we'll have to find a bar. I've never watched fights at a bar before. I imagine it's not what I want. Like yeah, like I want to be like, all right, all right, all right, everybody, be quiet. <laughs> I can't hear Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know, like I I don't think it's like, no. Yeah, the only experience I've had like that is with The Walking Dead. Like I said, there's that bar in Atlanta. Uh, called something feet eight feet under six feet six feet under maybe anyway mm. they have a Walking Dead viewing night and first they show the previous episode I guess that's how it comes on A and E or wherever the fuck it's broadcast and you know mm -hmm. they play the previous week's episode followed by the the new one and when the new one starts a guy gets on the microphone like as the old one's going off he's like all right some a lot of new people around here maybe you don't know how we do things <laughs> we listen we watch in silence. There will be no talking. None. There will be no whispering. If you need something from a waitress, you do it during commercial breaks. If I have to warn you more than once, you're out of here. And he's serious. That's he will, awesome. During the, if there's someone chit-chatting over there during the show, he'll come on the mic. You! You! First warning. <laughs> and, like, and I've seen him throw him out of there, too. I want to see indignant woman be like, what? How dare you warn me? Who do you think you are? No, everybody looks at you like, yeah, dude, shut the fuck up. He's got, no, stop. Like, everybody there is a, and he, he rationalizes in a couple ways. For one thing, uh, a lot of the, a few of the actors, like the, a couple of the main actors, I think, have shown up at the bar to watch the thing because they have this mm -hmm. thing every, every night it premieres. But there's oftentimes, like, some of the lesser known people behind the show, like behind the scenes people, makeup people will be there, and people who are, like, show contributors and stuff, people who play zombies, and, uh, and he finds it disrespectful for them to be talking during the show. And everybody knows going in that this is a Walking Dead viewing party, not just a, a bar experience. That sounds great. On the TV. Uh, yeah. Dude, I uh, got... Yeah. I, I, I never mind. I'll talk about it later. But that sounds awesome. Uh, I, I don't think we'll find that for fight night, but I, I can't wait. By the way, I think Lozon fights on the 25th. So there's a couple big things. It's... <coughs> he does, yeah. The thing about MMA... So like Cormier, a Cormier, I can never pronounce his name Cormier. right. Cormier. Okay. He's French, uh, right? French-Canadian? Uh, no, he's American. Oh, well, then Cormier. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, he um uh, he his fight just got delayed because he's slightly injured. He's got a bum knee, and I remember he had a bum knee issues like previously. He just has a bad knee. Um, Conor McGregor was supposed to fight Jose Aldo, who's the champion. So what they're doing is they're giving him Chad Mendez, the number one guy or something, and and they're going to fight for the interim belt. And then supposedly, I guess, they'll fight to unify the belt after that. Um, only in fighting can I think of this happening. Like, if you're a football fan, this is American football, the Super Bowl will happen, right? Even if Tom Brady gets decapitated, they're still going to have a Super Bowl. Right, they'll do that. In fighting, you don't know until like weigh-in days. Like once they make weight, they typically make the fight. But they could pass out on the way to making weight. They could get injured in the two, three months leading up to it. Like it, these. In if you're an MMA fan, the Super Bowl gets canceled constantly, and it sucks. And you know, if if, if John Jones, arguably the best fighter that the world has ever seen him and Anderson Silva, in my mind kind of play for that. And some people will say Fedor, but John Jones is, is in the, in the argument of the best fighter ever. And he's just out of fighting now. He's done. I don't know if he'll ever come back. Um, like that does, in, in football, it's pretty rare that there's like, all right, the Redskins, we might, I'm they're Never mind. No more Redskins. They're just through, but it's a fighting thing. It's, it's a tough sport to be a fan of. Mm. But uh, yeah, I can see that because it's so de- it's so dependent on that one guy. Yeah. You know, Tom Tom Brady can go down, but the the game doesn't end. It goes on without him. But there'll be a backup. And uh, so anyway, Conor McGregor is going to fight Chad Mendez. Totally different fighter. It was going to be a stand up battle. Now this guy Mendez is going to try and put him on his back. But uh, Conor McGregor supposedly has very good takedown defense. Kind of makes sense because no one's really taking him down. He's got super long arms. And he fights southpaw, which makes him hard to take down. It, when you southpaw, you, you you put your right leg in front, and and it just it it's almost like you're another step away from the fighter, from the mm-hmm. the wrestler who's trying to take you down. Which means they have to run at you even farther, like you know, as a cannonball type thing. And and uh, he'll see it coming and potentially uppercut him or get taken down because Mendes is great at takedowns. We will see, but uh, I can't wait for the fight. And then there's another championship, Robbie Lauer, McDonald, same night. I'm totally psyched. It, this is, it, it might break the record for most pay-per-view sales in an MMA fight ever. It's going to be right around there. It's one of the biggest fighting events that's ever happened in MMA so far. So huh. it's, it's a big thing. And we'll see well, I'm looking forward to it. I hope there's no uh, you know, injuries or any of the <clears throat> bullshit that can affect these things. Yeah, McGregor's trying to make weight right now. He looks like hell. Here for the Patreon guys, I'll... I'll find that picture. Yeah, you showed me that earlier. He really does. Um, yeah, I've got it here. Let me see. Now I need to show it to everybody. There he is. He looks like hell. He's just hes just a mess of a guy. Um, but he always looks like that, so it's not really an indication that he's going to miss his weight. It's just its hard. So, uh, so yeah, that's a thing. Um, and what was the other topic we were going to talk about? Did, or did we run through them? Yeah, I think we went through them. Uh, so, um, oh, a bunch of people on the PKA subreddit asked for an HOA update. And, uh, and I'll give that here for, the, for you hardcore PKA fans. 
I didn't sign. I think it's gone. Uh, if anything's happened, uh, I was the tie-breaking vote. Uh, for people that don't know, I had a homeowners association in Apex. In Apex, it was fair, and I talked to my attorney, and this didn't surprise him. So there were, I don't know how many houses in that Apex subdivision, but something like two or 300. And, he's, and the attorney was saying that by far, whenever there's big problems, it's in the little one. You know, and the one I'm in now had 19 people in it. Not 19 people, 19 properties. The problem is there were only like 11 people and some guys had a lot of votes. And he's like, what can happen is two, three people become friends and they have enough votes to start determining how the whole neighborhood is run. And he's like, it's always, if it's a big one with two or 300 people, one, there's sanity in the number of people voting. You know, you don't get like a couple friends ganging up on the other 300 people. And two, they often have like professional organizations running like, you know, management companies dealing with these homeowners associations. Whereas in mine, he was describing like the nightmare scenario, like the president and vice president of the homeowners association were best, best friends. And they were like trying to keep it going and stuff. And uh, in hindsight, I just feel really good about my decision not to yeah. sign it. And, yeah, that uh, sounds... That sounds like trouble. The president had three votes, you know, <laughs> and not because he was president, but because he had three properties and uh, his three properties combined to be like half the size of mine. But he had triple my voting power. And it was like, it just felt really unfair. Like I was ready to break. I was like, I need to break this thing up into seven properties because, you know, it'd be seven two acre lots and uh, and get like what I feel like is appropriate voting power, you know. So uh, uh, in the end, I didn't sign it. I think nothing happened. And uh, it's like, like the philosophy goes like this. Number one, you have a right to do what you want with your property. Now, that gets limited by the state and the county and then the HOA on top of that. But I feel like let's reduce those as much as we can. You do what you want with your property. If, uh, if they didn't want something to happen on this property that they don't approve of, well, fuck, they just missed out. It was for sale last year. You know, they could have bought it and done anything they wanted with it. They could have made it trees. They could have made it grass. They could have made it a horse farm. You know, whatever it is that they think is cool could have been that thing. But they didn't even <clears> bid <throat> on the property. They didn't buy it. Instead, they wanted me to voluntarily give them control over my property in exchange for nothing. You should just do horrible things with your property to lower their property values, then buy them out, and then change it all back and sell it all for a bundle. Pig farm, here we come. That's what they don't want. That's what they don't want. Yeah, swine farms. Like there wasn't much outlawed. Uh, it, like the two big things were swine farms, which whatever, and um, putting like it was, it was population density. They didn't want like townhouses or condos or anything. Dude, well, that would be so great. Just get yourself a pig farm out there. You're out there in some overalls, just just working with the pigs. It smells like pig shit for three miles in any direction. <laughs> You've got. Like part of a pig farm is called a lagoon, I think, and and they literally pump out all the shit and like pit piss into like a big pond of it, and it's just out there in a pond, and it's it reeks. I can't imagine that a lagoon and well water go together swimmingly. <laughs> <laughs> like that just <laughs> it won't yeah, that's, be. <laughs> that's another. That's a, that's another way to devalue their properties. Poison the water. That's step one. <laughs> I'm not doing this if my neighbors are somehow watching. That's that's not my plan at all. I, I, I got a pig here. guy. You got a pig guy? I got a pig guy. I don't doubt that you we do. We could get you a couple hundred head up there. Get that <laughs> fence put in. I am. Um, yeah. They used to have cows on this property. It was a farm. I, I feel like... I don't know. What would... <laughs> 
I don't know what to call this thing that I have here. Like it, you could call it a farm. Uh, it was once a farm, right? There were cows on it. Uh, it says something farms on the, there's like an arched entryway thing to the driveway. It says something about farms on there. So you could call it a farm. Uh, but I feel like it's not a farm. The only thing it grows is weeds. Yeah, it's uh, not a farm. Um, more of an estate, I would say. I, I, I feel like estate is super fitting. You know, the, the, the square footage of the house fits in with an estate. You know what you'd expect? What's a manor? What's a manor house? <laughs> because like, like, so I met this really, really rich guy at the gun show. Like, I'm gonna estimate his net worth in the hundreds of millions. And uh, he, he had four million dollars worth of machine guns like on him at the time, showing him off. And uh, he showed me all these pictures of his his place. And uh, and he was like, and this is my manor house. And I was like, that's your manor house? I've mm. never seen a manor house. And it was just so I don't know what you have to have to achieve a manor. But uh, if you could do that, that'd be nice. But I think estate fits, uh, fits nicely as well. So according to some random guy on Yahoo Answers, mansions and manors are both physical houses, usually large houses with many bedrooms. Mansions tend to be used more in North America, manor in UK. A manor also refers to the house of landed gentry or people who owned land. So a manor is the, is the house of the people who own the land. Not everyone was allowed to own land back in the day. The actual land, including the buildings, fields, villages, etc., were called the estate. Some people call the house the estate. In probate, after you die, all of your real and personal property is your estate. Hmm. I feel like... What about compound? <laughs> I want to do estate that sounds a bit threatening, though. versus house. Like, at what point does... Uh, does a house trans like become an estate? Ah, shucks. Most of these guys are using estate in like the inheritance term. Yeah, I'll have to. But yeah, again, it, so back to just the conversation. I don't know what to call this place. It seems like estate would be good, but it feels a little uppity to me. Um, we call For it sure. we call it the house <coughs> in everyday language, but I. I also feel like it's better than just house. And I, I want my cake and eat it too. Like, I don't know. I want to, I want it to be an estate, but I, I don't want to feel like a dick about it. Yeah, call it the big house. <laughs> uh, yeah. you, do, you do own a couple of houses now. You just call it the big house. We, we do sometimes call it the big house or the main house. And the other one we call the schoolhouse or the guest house. So those are, that's how we differentiate those. But um, oh, we got new chairs today it's probably a boring topic but my mom bought me chairs so my parents came to visit and they gave us a housewarming gift that was two chairs and uh, Jackie and her went out and picked them and they arrived they were shipped today and they look great they, they I'll have to take a picture but I'm very pleased with my new chairs it's probably boring to everyone there's old people stuff right here but chairs I'm down for some chair talk these are comfortable chairs are, are they like squishy chairs or like they like, are is this a recliner is this some sort of a nice comfortable chair for the living room like where does this chair go um this chair goes in we call it the chocolate room but i guess you could call it the game room and uh it's just a brown room with the fireplace and a rug in it and uh and we have two chairs with the table in between them and the chairs uh they're probably over your head when you sit in them they're fabric and they have like beads and there's like a wooden frame along the side I, uh, okay. I'm uh, picturing that. I uh, I wonder if I could find it on a website. 
and win a thousand dollars towards your dream room. I'm just looking real quick. I know where they bought it. And wow, this place sells a lot of chairs. I lost the keys to uh, a bunch of stuff. I gotta go get new keys made. That's not. I, a good I've thing. looked. I've been looking for like days and days, and now I'm giving up. So it's like it's the keys to two cars, my shop, and uh, two keyless entries. So it's like a four hundred dollar loss, I'd say. How Just does can't one lose the key to a keyless Dude. entry? They're all on this big keychain, like it's a fistful of keys. Oh, oh, it's it's a, but it's still a device. It's just not a key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. The, I thought it's you the, lost like a combination, like like ah, I lost six keys, and then uh, the part of my memory that holds the combo to two houses. No, 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 no. It's it's a big bundle of keys. It's it's the key to two different cars, and it's the key to my shop, the front door, and it's a key to. Uh, now, do you have copies of these keys? No, I'm gonna get new locks. I have to like do a whole thing. Does like, it include your car? No, but but the truck it includes the truck. I, mm. I can't. It's it's a no. It's so annoying. I don't know where. And my PO box. That's the other thing. So I've been, uh, oh. I've been checking the PO box. But they'll open it up for me. But I don't have my fucking keys. And that's the last time I remember having them. I was checking the PO box, put the keys in my pocket, and then no clue from there where they went. I either left them in my car, or brought them inside, and put them somewhere. But like. I've been looking for a week and I can't. I've find seen this. your car. It might take more than a week to look <laughs> through all the like fast food shit and yeah. and uh, magazines and. Well, not many people ride in the back seat of that Camaro. I, it's, well, it's, I can see the why. There's a health <laughs> risk to to going back there. I didn't notice any hypodermic needles, but I wouldn't put it past you. There were a few crusty McDonald's French fries back there, and Woody acted like a gopher. Oh was my dead. God! Oh no, that's <laughs> not true. That's not true. No, he's lying to you. We had to like move three or four cubic feet of like fast food wrappers and containers and bags and there drinks bags. and stuff. Bags, yeah. Like yeah. whatever that is, they put a burger in the boxes or the, the wrappy thing. They, it, was, it was totally. Yeah. 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 And but, but, it was spread across the two seats, but it wasn't so dense that you couldn't push it to just one seat one. provided that that now all the garbage takes the same amount of space that, like a human would. Out. No, we didn't. We just moved it. We moved it to the other side so that they, like, and now be, I forget if it was behind the driver or the passenger, but that side had garbage in almost human form, right? Like the, where, <laughs> where the legs would go and then it came up across the lap and then there was like, like a torso of garbage. There was a garbage man in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's totally how it went down. And Kyle's like, a few french fries. Oh, bullshit. I'm definitely messy, and uh, but I think Woody is a bit of a clean freak. Um, so somewhere in between lies the truth. Uh, I I don't there was think of myself as a clean freak. I, oh, my oh. wife would disagree with you. She would say that I I leave my dishes out. I I don't. I feel like I don't leave my dishes around. I just haven't put them away yet. Yes, that was the. It's not there, but you know, that was a dish <laughs> I had for lunch. Next time I swing by the kitchen, I'll bring it with me. I think you're pretty you're you're very clean. But my my truck, I the same sort of thing. Like I I just take whatever's with me as I exit the truck. Like I eat in the truck. It probably has salt and stuff in the like floors and upholstery, but um you know, I'll take all the wrapper stuff out and keep it straight. You on the other hand, like the part where I don't sit is the trash part. Well, yeah, it's the back it like the pr the thing is, I, I I use it for storage. Like like right now in my back seat, 
There's mm-hmm. definitely not any McDonald's bags or anything because I did clean the car. Because you've been out, like, a, a Wendy's guy lately. Uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> Uh, because I've cleaned it out semi-recently, but there's like, I don't know, it's it's piled full of stuff. It's not seating arrangement. There's like a coat, there. there's like two coats and three mm-hmm. pistols and 400 rounds of ammo and then just like, just gadgets and just random shit. My grenade launcher's in there and a bunch of like, a uh, bunch of stuff I'm messing with right now. It would be interesting to do like a comparison of the contents of our cars, right? Because you would have like 400 rounds of ammo and several firearms. I would have one firearm, but like, you know, this is a axle that goes to a truck that i don't even own <laughs> like yeah. here's a there's farm a kit in the jack. back to make a, to make uh ar-15 lowers there's a there's a jig for that in there that there's uh there's um lingerie in there that i like the thing that this mannequin used to wear this this skimpy uh like elf uniform like mm-hmm. like i don't know how to describe it other than that mrs claus sexy thing it's in there i don't know there's lots of gun parts um, I have a little, I just have one gun in there, but I've got all kinds of like tools and equipment to deal with any kind of like automotive emergency. And, uh, and that includes like rolled over cars and shit like that. Like I could get you back up and driving home, <laughs> you know, like, well, we got it, we got it all going on. Yeah. I've got, I got a bunch of random shit in there and, and the truck's the same way. The truck's got weird stuff in it. It's got like some paintball stuff. It, it's like, you don't know if I'm going to like assault a small village or go play paintball or Oh, or what's going on there? That reminds me, I need a hopper. I I always borrow Kitty's hopper. Okay. A cop, yeah, I'll bring one. A hopper from the compound. So all right, I'll uh I'll bring one along. I packed. Uh, yeah, I brought you one last time. Yeah, I'll do that again. Yeah, last time you brought me Kitty's. It's yeah, I kid, uh, Chiz sent me a picture earlier of his setup. He's got his red geo mm-hmm. all set up, his hopper and everything. Yeah, Chiz so, has a very nice gun. Although I've said it a million times, I feel like once you get into the electronic paintball guns. It, it, I, beyond that, I feel like it's really player skill that makes a difference. If you put a geo in my hands, I'd be the same guy. I am, I'm satisfied with my axe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 I think it's the same thing with real guns, really. Like 1911s, like, um, those hmm. cheap 1911s, like, uh, I can't remember what the cheapest one's called. Will, it's not, um, Rock Harold. Yeah, one. Rock Island Armory. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you can get a Rock. You know the difference between the Rock Island Armory 1911 and uh, let's just do a mid-grade one like this, a Smith and Wesson or a Remington or something like that. The, the difference is almost double in price, but you're just getting a slightly better pistol. I wish I owned a Rock Island Armory to show you, but like they look very similar. They just feel different. It's a little. It's it's yeah. little shit on it that are just. If you're not going to be playing paintball three or four or five times a year, it's, it's not worth it, probably. I have a Smith & Wesson because I have, I think I have three Smith & Wesson pistols, and they just always seem to work reliably. That M&P is, is my go-to. I've got so many rounds through that thing. I've got the 686, that, uh, the revolver. That's a Smith & Wesson, and now I have a 1911, and yeah, they just always seem to do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. So you want to call it a wrap? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about um, so I, I, Go on. the Amazon sale. You want to talk about that briefly? Oh, yeah. So it's July 20th. July 15th, yeah. Uh, is it 15th or 25th? Maybe you, you might be right. And they're saying it's going to be bigger than uh, Black, Black Friday. Friday. Yeah. I think I'm going to buy, if PC parts go on sale, I think I'm going to use that as my stepping off point for building a new PC. Ooh. If they if they make one of those high end graphics cards, uh, you know, thirty percent off, I think I'm just going to go ahead and pull the trigger and get and start building a computer. 
July 15th. All right, I've locked in the date. You were right. It's July 15th, and uh, Amazon is doing a huge super sale. I think they're going to try and do something to make people Prime members. The article I read didn't detail it, but it mentioned that people who have Prime tend to spend twice as much as people who don't have Prime, which totally makes sense <coughs> to me. And uh, they just... I think you'll find some incentives to get Amazon Prime if you haven't done that already. And uh, yeah, and yeah. then, of course, there'll just be big sales. But yeah, July 15th, that's not long from now. And it, it No, should... it's coming up real fast. I, I, I'm, I, that's, that's my goal. Like, I'll definitely like browse and be like, ooh, a new shower head or ooh, that's mm-hmm. some, some lighting or whatever. And yeah, light bulbs for the rest of my life now or whatever. But my, my main goal is like I'm hoping that I'm going to see some deal that's significant enough on one of the components of a PC. I don't expect to be able to build a whole gaming PC off of this sale, but if I could get some of the major components down, like if I could just get a, you know, get a $150 case for $50 or something, if I could get my graphics card for 30% off, I feel like that would be a good justification to go ahead and do a new build. Yeah, I want and a new t- build and too. And it's time. I want more CPU power. My my card is an old school Titan, the original Titan, which I find to be it, like I could skip a gen. It was a good card. It is a good card. Whatever. It, it it's never holding me back. Especially as, lately, the only PC game I've been playing is Civ and Minecraft, and neither of those are you know taxing it. So, but my CPU that's the issue. A lot of times when I render, it's the CPU holding me back. And um, uh, I remember we did a live PKN, and the the audio got choppy. And the problem was it was just too much CPU time to encode. It encoded twice, once for streaming and once for recording, and uh, it could it, it seemed to struggle with that. And I'm like, you know, I I want to go so high end on the CPU that I'm set for a few years, and I might do hmm. that. Maybe I'll do something <clears throat> similar. We'll see. See how it goes in the time. Comes. My goal is to play Fallout, and I of course want to mod it. So I feel like I need mm. something pretty powerful. I want it to be beautiful, and I'm not sure what I'm gonna do as far as the monitor. I don't know if I, I this is a 4K thing that I've got. This is like. I think 42 inches in 4K. I don't remember what TV we ended up getting. Mm-hmm. But um, I saw one recently that's like 3,144 by like 1,600 or something like that. And it's uh, curved. And that mm. looked pretty nice. It was like a grand. It was like 32 inches wide. Um, I, I like I f- that. I just bought a bunch of home theater stuff. And now I feel dumb for doing it like right before Bigger Than Black Friday. But I guess. Can you return it? Probably could but who knows what will be on sale and i i want those particular things as well i don't know mm. but i got new Wait. pool sticks oh that's good yeah i was all excited because my pool sticks I, the ones we've been using came with the table and they're very light and uh it was heather during the team building event she's like these are light and uh part of me was like yeah they are light and part of me is like oh does your pool table have heavier pool sticks <laughs> yeah but um what weight do you need a 16 ounce uh, <laughs> right away like, right away. <laughs> well it's like like yeah i have a pool table i thought that was cool at all but um uh i got two new pool sticks and it takes a little getting used to they're i, I got heavy ones and i'm like damn like is this what people like i don't know i i, I don't know anything about pool sticks i know that like I've got the one that came with the table, maybe two. Yeah, there were two that came with the table, and then I bought one at Walmart for like $40 or something mm-hmm. that screws in half. I'm not going to be so silly as to call it a two-piece pool cue like I went and got something <laughs> fancy. But uh, I got like a carbon fiber pool cue from Walmart, that, and, uh, and uh, I don't know how much they're supposed to weigh. I, I just kind of feel it, and it feels right. 
I yeah, I got 20 ounces. They were 50 some dollars, but I looked at all the reviews and they seemed to be the one that everyone thought was great. And uh, they, if you hold them, they feel really nice to me. I mean, maybe I'm just not schooled in these things. But uh, when I played with them, it was just like, oh, there's a whole new touch to develop with these heavy things. So we'll, well see. I'm definitely looking forward to that sale. I'm going to take advantage of that. Uh, I guess I need to do some thinking. I think I'm going to go to that subreddit where they build PCs for you mm-hmm. and, uh, and work up a few different budgets and see what I can do. Yeah, you might want to tap into Chizzin to some extent. Me, I know Chiz is kind of <coughs> like keeps up with PC builds as a hobby, and he'll have lots oh, yeah. of opinions on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll bounce ideas off both of you guys for sure, and, and I'm sure you know as the deals come up, I'm, we can we can have some talks like if yeah. this is a worthy purchase or not. Yeah, well, that's right. a good show. All right, PKN episode forty six. Bye. <laughs>